Hi, this is Anna Bergman, IRA Financial. Today I want to talk about the proposed 70% tax on the super rich. Does it make sense? Facts or fiction? So there's been a lot of talk in the recent days about a proposal by a new Congress uh, person from uh, New York, uh, Rep. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, about a 70% tax on the super rich. And obviously that's you know pretty um, hot topic. Uh, anytime you, you put the words tax 70% and rich and super rich, uh, you're gonna get a lot of attention, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, and from the Wall Street Journal. So uh, as a tax attorney, I kind of very interested always on, on tax rates, uh, our US tax system, seeing kind of what's what do we really have, how progressive is our system, um, and what does this really mean? Um, terms of taxing the super rich at 70% and are there better ways maybe to uh, kind of get to where she wants to go which is basically uh, funding uh, more environmental uh, projects by the government. So her proposal is when she says super rich she means people making over $10 million a year which is a lot of money and a lot of people say well if I made $10 million a year I would be happy to give away 70% to the government. And uh, I understand that. I may think the same uh, if I had that opportunity, but let's look at really what that means because someone who's making $10 million a year, the idea is they're hopefully bringing value to the economy. They're probably a uh, very successful business person or investment fund manager, and hopefully they're creating value and jobs, and it's sometimes counterproductive when you take away 70% of someone's wealth each year. Um, Will that lead to different tax planning, different ways to earn income, and will that uh, create different ways to uh, make products and uh, help the economy. So let's look at what this means. So people don't really realize that the United States has a very progressive tax system. Progressive has a very interesting word. It's over the last couple of years. If you're progressive, it means you're on a political spectrum, very to the left. And it, some people think it's a great word, others don't. Um, but our tax system is actually pretty progressive. Progressive means that the wealthier you get, the more tax you pay. And I'm going to throw out some numbers from the IRS, um, so excuse me for reading. Uh, but th- this came from 2014 and some numbers that I think uh, you'd be interested to, to learn about. So in 2014, 139.6 million taxpayers reported earning 9.71 uh, trillion in adjusted gross income and paid 1.37 trillion in taxes. The share of income earned by the top 1% of taxpayers rose by 21.6%. In 2014, the top 50% of all taxpayers paid 97.3% of all individual income tax rates, while the bottom 50% paid about 2.7%. Top 1% paid a greater share of individual income tax rate than the bottom 90% combined. And the top 1% of taxpayers paid 27.1% of the individual tax rate, which is more than seven times higher than taxpayers in the bottom 50%, or 3.5%. So pretty much, according to the Tax Policy Center, the richest 10% of Americans are paying about 70% of all income taxes. So that's, when you say the word progressive, that's what that means. It means as people get more wealthier, they pay a bigger share of the tax burden. And that's what our system does. Uh, Maybe we're not as progressive as as Canada or some other European countries, but it's quite progressive. Um, And and in fact, uh, some countries are becoming less progressive and and 
even though President Trump has lowered the income tax uh, bracket somewhat, it's still dropped uh, only to 37 percent, um, not as far as a lot of people wanted it to drop. So uh, we are progressive. Uh, 10 million, obviously a very small percentage of people are earning $10 million a year. 70 percent is much higher than the current top tax rate of 37 percent. Um, so hey, that's very newsworthy and grabs a lot of attention. But are there better ways to actually capture more of that income? So when we think about who these people are that are earning $10 million a year, who are they? Okay, Generally, there's not a lot of people. There are athletes and entertainers that earn $10 million plus of income from the performance of services. Okay, Whether you're LeBron James or Brad Pitt, um, Angelina Jolie, you, you perform services and you get paid. However, there's also a lot of – a significant amount of people – that are CEOs of public companies, okay, like a Jeff Bezos or a Warren Buffett, or our investment managers, hedge fund managers, private equity managers, and are making significant amounts of wealth over $10 million a year. Okay? Of interest, most of these people are not taking $10 million of salary. So Jeff Bezos, for example, who's the richest person in the world, his salary in 2017 was $81,000. Okay? But he had $165 billion tied into his Amazon stock. So the point is, yeah, if you want to tax income tax at 70%, you may not be getting the super rich because the super rich know how to pay taxes. And what the super rich do is they pay capital gains and dividend taxes, which are lower, 15 to 20%, not 37%. So whether Jeff Bezos selling his Amazon stock or Warren Buffett selling Berkshire Hathaway stock, the majority of these people, they're generating wealth from selling stock, i.e. capital gains or dividends from their stock. They're not taking big salaries. So a 70% tax rate on Jeff Bezos, he wouldn't really care because that 70% is only going to hit $86,000 of income. He would care if you raise the capital gains rate to 70% because that's going to capture most of his income. So I've come up with a couple ways that I think if, if the Congress lady was interested in um, imposing higher taxes on the super rich, these may make some sense. Um, number one, obviously, uh, I would say you could increase the highest income tax bracket, but 70% may be pushing it. Um, you can go to 40%, 45%. Although, again, based off my example with Bezos or um, Buffett, it may not make much of a difference. Okay. The second one is there is the concept of increasing the tax rate on capital gains or dividends. So right now, a capital gain is when you buy a stock for $10 and sell it for $20, you pay capital gains tax on the $10 of gain, assuming you held the stock for longer than 12 months. And that applies to pretty much any capital asset like stocks or real estate. Um, so the majority of super, super rich people are in uh, public company finance or our CEOs or investment managers, private equity hedge funds. And clearly, uh, if you're going to tax their capital gains, their sale of stock or their interest from 15 20% to 30 40%, you will be able to capture a lot of that income. And I think more income than if you tax people at 70% on their earned income, the super rich. But is that creating a disadvantage for people to sell? Um, or not? Are you forcing people to save? Are you going to discourage people from savings or investing in the public markets? Um, that's a different question. I don't know. I don't necessarily uh, think about that, that answer at this point. I don't think it's relevant. What's relevant is if you want to tax the super rich and get as much money as you can to pay other government programs, uh, again, I'm not saying that's a good or bad thing, 
but uh, you know, in, in in responding to what the, the the congresswoman said, I think it's important to look for other sources. And by raising the capital gains rate uh, to 35 five percent, or the dividends tax rate, um, then you probably are going to be able to capture a lot more income. You know, i.e., Jeff Bezos when he generates wealth, he's going to sell his Amazon stock. He's he takes a tiny salary, so seventy percent tax rate on eighty grand. Who cares? Although he would care if you increase the tax rate on his capital gains. Um, for private equity hedge fund managers who are generally super rich if they're successful, uh, right now there's something called a carried interest. Carried interest is how investment managers generate a lot of their wealth. And that means they generally take 20% of all the profits above certain investment thresholds, and that is treated as a capital gains. Okay, so basically they're taking all their uh, hard-earned work and they're uh, shifting that income from earned income, income tax, to capital gains, lower tax rate, max 20% or t- almost 24% once you, you put in um, some social security um, tax. But you're looking much lower than the 37% on the income tax. So um, there's been proposed legislation to tax carried uh, interest uh, as ordinary income. It just hasn't passed. President Trump talked about it. It just wasn't part of his tax act. Uh, but anyways, if, if you wanted to hit the super rich, that could be a different way or another more successful way than increasing tax rate to 70% because you're going to be able to capture uh, a lot of super rich uh, income through the taxation of carried interest from capital gains to ordinary income. One other uh, suggestion uh, I've heard uh, some countries that entertained it is take away Social Security benefits for the super rich. So right now when you hit 65, everyone gets Social Security benefits based off what you paid into the system. The idea is, hey, if you have $10 million, you don't need the 30, 40, or 20 grand of Social Security benefits. You should pretty much, it should be waived and you shouldn't receive it um, because you don't need it. And uh, that's a concept that could help. Um, you know, fund other government projects, including Social Security, because it would take away the income to the super rich from Social Security and be used for other uh, taxpayers. Again, there's not a lot of $10 million taxpayers, so I'm not sure how, how significant that those savings would be. But hey, maybe there's another way. Um, but overall, I do think the U.S. tax system is quite progressive. That's a fact. The fiction is that 70% tax rate will actually have an impact. I think it would have a negative impact. I don't think it would do what, what she wants it to do, uh, Cortez, because I don't think the super rich are earning $10 million plus in ordinary income. They're earning it in passive sources of income like capital gains or dividends, which would not be impacted by the 70% income tax rate. So I don't think they're going to really care. What the super rich will do is they'll take small salaries and they will try to generate all their income through capital gains or dividends, thus uh, circumventing the 70% income tax rate. So I'm I'm a belief that if you lower tax rates, uh, obviously we need to pay for government programs, but if you lower it to the point where you're getting people to uh, work hard, reinvest uh, their savings back into their businesses, into the community, uh, you're going to create more jobs and more wealth. Uh, Obviously, you know, unfortunately, there is there is a tax whether you pay it on a flat tax on uh, sale and purchase of goods or an income tax or a tax on investments. The government does need income to, to pay for uh, roads and education and, and military, and, and that's all great and necessary. But what's the best way of doing it? Uh, how progressive do we want to be? We are pretty progressive right now. 70% is probably uh, an extreme, and I don't think it would do uh, what what – the intent is. Um, Adam Bergman, Irish Financial. Hope you found uh, the podcast video interesting. Please subscribe to the channel. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Thanks.